Hi guys, welcome to Tisha Talks. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about why Tisha Talks and why you should too. So I get this question all the time. A lot of people ask me, why did I decide to start Tisha Talks, which is um, basically um, about inspiring women, empowering them and encouraging them to pursue their passion and align it with a purpose so that they can be impactful in today's society. Now, when I initially started Tisha Talks, I didn't have all this package together. I didn't know exactly what the, um, the purpose was going to be or what the call was going to be. Um, but as I began to do it, it began to evolve. Now, why I initially started Tisha Talks started from a kind of different spectrum, which I'm going to share with you today, because I hope that my journey, my experience in um, evolving and uncovering a part of my purpose will help you through your journey as well. So let's dive right in. So why does Tisha talk? Well, I have come to recognize that a part of my my gifting is about talking and sharing and that I am called to be an avoidance disruptor. Yes, an avoidance disruptor. Now, this is a phrase that I have made up, (laughs) but it's very true to a part of my purpose, a part of what I'm called to do as I speak to women and individuals and, and groups and corporations this is a part of what I'm called to do. And so an avoidance disruptor is someone who does not um, avoid the things, the discussions or the conversations that most people shy away from, like the elephants in the room. I am definitely not that person. And it took me a minute to figure out that this was a part of my call and not like this huge problem that um, I've always found myself encountering when I came into conflict situations. So let me talk a little bit about that experience for me. I've always been the talker. I've always been the one who's kind of like saying the things that other people want to say, but they're just not bold enough to say, or it's just not in their nature. Well, let me tell you, it's all a part of my DNA. I, it's very difficult for me to sit um, in a room or in a situation where I know that there's these big elephants in the room and just nobody is discussing them. And so for me, um, it's important not just to discuss the elephants in the room or to discuss the tough topics or the tough issues just for the sake of expressing your feelings. But I really believe it's important to have those conversations because it brings forth healing. It brings forth production and it allows us to go forward and to go forward in a healthy way. And so. Again, I didn't always realize that this was a part of my gifting. This used to get me in a lot of trouble, right? So let's talk about the trouble it used to get me in. (laughs) Avoidance disruptors are not people's favorite friends. You know, people don't love to be around the person who immediately, not immediately, but who is going to bring up the things that you've been avoiding for years or bring up the thing that um, you're not really trying to talk about at that particular time. So I was never really on um, people's favorite persons list unless I was bringing up the topic that you wanted to discuss, but you just weren't courageous enough or bold enough to bring up the topic. So what began to happen is um, 
me being human, I of course wanted people to like me. I wanted to be that favorite person in the room. I didn't always want to be the person who they're like, oh boy, here she comes again. What is she going to say? I didn't always want to be that person. So what I began to do was um, I attempted to conform. You know, a lot of people would tell me, Um, those who were not in favor of avoidance disruptors, they would tell me, you know, just don't say anything, just let it go. Just, just, just sit back and just listen, just, you know, just be quiet, be seen and not heard type of thing. And I really, really tried to do that. And for years, I just felt very boxed in and very suffocated, um, in my effort to please other people. And so it just absolutely did not work for me. And then it came to a point where I just, I couldn't do it anymore. I was like, I I cannot do this anymore. I'm like having inner turmoil inside of me because guys, can't you see we need to talk about this? Like, (laughs) can't you see that this is something that just continues to reoccur because we're not handling it because we're not dealing with it. And so um, I just, I, ultimately ended up making a decision that I'm going to talk and I'm going to share. And so I don't want you to think that everything that I talk about is the things that people don't want to talk about. It's not always that. But when you find yourself facing a common challenge over and over and over again, that challenge probably has something to do with your purpose and your call. And so it was important for me to reassess or to assess why I kept finding myself in those situations. So as I began to do that, I began to realize that um, me wanting to conform or to change for other people was just the opposite of what I was created to do. And that is why I was always experiencing that frustration within myself. I was living who people said I was. I was trying to. I was stuck in their definition of what um, I should be or how I should be or how I should come across. Now, please don't get me wrong. I've always been a very direct person. Um, When I say direct, I don't mean that you should be offensive or that you should be mean spirited or you should be rude. I don't mean that at all. I mean that you should be able to express yourself and be truthful and authentic in what it is that you're saying. Now, what you're saying may not always be received in the best light. It may feel offensive to people because it's uncomfortable and it's not something that they always want to talk about. But you should always be delivering it in love and with the best intentions, right? And so this is what I'm talking about. I'm not just talking about just being rude and just you know, checking people at the door. Like, no, that's not what I'm talking about. But the more important piece here is that I recognize that it was a part of my purpose. Now, your thing that could be strangling you or making you feel suffocated could be a doubt. You could be allowing doubt to to keep you stagnant or keep you from moving. You could be allowing fear to keep you from pursuing those goals. And you could be finding yourself in a place of friction as a result of that. You know, your your advice or, or the thing that you are being challenged with may be different than the thing that I was challenged with. But this was something that I, too, had to overcome and had to realize and come to a place of acceptance with who I was and who I was created to be. And that it may not be um, what everyone is looking for or is willing to accept. 
So I made a decision not to allow the limitations or the definition that other people placed on me to define me because that's what I was doing. And I was really struggling trying to figure out why is this bothering me so much? As much as I try to let it go, I can't seem to let it go. I feel so boxed in, I feel so trapped and I'm not moving. I'm not producing any fruit. I'm not being productive. I'm just sitting here trying to conform and trying to please other people. And so once I made a decision that I was no longer going to do that, I knew my heart concerning the situation. I knew that I didn't intentionally go out to hurt people or to um, shake up the room. It was just something that was a part of me. I really began to um, to own it and to make sure that uh, my delivery what maybe came across differently, but that I still stayed true to the person that I was called to be. As I began to do that, I began to identify that a part of me wanting to um, be an avoidance disruptor was about me really wanting to see people succeed, really wanting them not to be held down by the things that they have been avoiding all of their lives, by the conversations that were needing to be had or by the dynamics or the situations that needed to change. I wanted to see people succeed. I wanted to see teams succeed. I wanted to see groups succeed. I wanted to see organizations, organizations succeed. And I made a decision that I was going to create a platform where I could share that information. And if you wanted to hear it, it was free to you. And if you didn't, then you could turn it off, right? And so that is how Tisha Talks was birthed. I decided that the information I had, the insight that I had, the knowledge that I had, I wanted to share it. And people could do with it as they will, but I wanted to make sure I was fulfilling my purpose and my call. Now, some of you out there may be struggling with the same thing or something similar, and I just want to let you know, I understand the struggle. It was really a struggle for me because I battled with wanting to be accepted. I battled with people wanting um, wanting to do things in a way that made people like me, you know, like me and appreciate what I was bringing to the table. But guys, for my particular situation, there really is no, you can package it however you want. You can make sure your tone is great. You can make sure that your timing is great. But when you're saying or talking about something that is uncomfortable or that people don't necessarily want to discuss or want to deal with, sometimes things that they've been, they've been avoiding for years, there is never really a good time and there is never really a good tone. Right. And so it's always something that no one wants to hear, but they need to hear it, you know. And so I just had to come to grips with the fact that I'm an avoidance disruptor. You know, I'm, I'm not going to be um, the most loved or uh, sought out, out person. I'm Well, I won't say sought out, but I'm not going to be the most popular person all of the time. And that can't be my aim. I have to really be concerned with making sure things are moving in a healthy direction, making sure that people are healthy, making sure that you're getting free from the things that have been holding you down. Because guys, whether we want to admit it or not, we avoid things because we don't want to deal with them. 
That doesn't mean that those things don't go away. It just means that it builds and it builds and it builds and it builds and it either adjusts our behavior Um, keeps us stagnant or keeps us from moving forward in that way, keeps us from growing in that way. It either does that or it just does the complete opposite. It causes us to shut down. And, And then we do nothing. We do nothing at all. We miss our blessings. We miss our call. We miss our potential and the things that we um, were called to be and called to grow and evolve in. And so This brings me to the second part of my question. So I started out with why Tisha talks. And then my second question was, and why should you? Well, definitely, I believe that you should talk because you have a voice. You have something that you have to say. We have all had life experiences. We have all had challenges. We have all had life lessons that we can each grow from each other. And nothing that you're experiencing or nothing that you have experienced is too small to talk about or too small to share. You never know when someone is going to be impacted or influenced by a life lesson that you learned, something that you experienced that they may not have to go through, or maybe they will, but they'll understand the best process and the best way to do it. I know it's not the easiest thing to do or the easiest decision to make. And your talking could be in the form of singing. Your talking could be in the form of serving and um, being a, a confidant to someone. Your talking could be in a different form, but it's still important that whatever your story is, whatever your you bring to the table, that you allow yourself to um, be free and expressing and being who you were created to be. And so I think that for me, that's the biggest lesson that I've learned. I'm still on the journey to uncover and discover all of the things that I've been called to do. But as far as this Tisha Talks journey, I'm committed to living an unapologetic life. I'm committed to sharing information as I get it. I'm committed to bettering myself and bettering those around me. I'm committed to doing all the things um, that I can do to bring hope, inspiration, encouragement, empowerment to, um, to women. And so, you know what I think is so, such an ironic thing. And um, what I, I love about this is um, I'm a believer and I love the way that God continues. He always shows up and the way that he takes the things that you may not have thought were um, for your good and he makes them for your good. I love um, this book by um, Marshawn Evans called Believe Bigger. And one of the things that she talks about is how things didn't happen to you. They happen for you. And so what is so ironic is a lot of my um, avoidance disruptor um, situations when I was younger used to happen in my relationships with women. And um, it's so ironic that I used to shun away from those dynamics. Every time I turned around, I was like, I'm in another situation. I'm in another dynamic. I'm another. And then I also had a lot of issues within the church. And so I'm like, I'm in another situation. They're going to tell me to shut up again. (laughs) 
But it's so interesting how now that I have been able to sit back and look and assess the things that I've been through and uncovered a part of my purpose and my call to be this avoidance disruptor so that it can bring forth healing and it can bring forth freedom and it can bring forth progression in the lives of people. I now see that all of those challenges that I had in those particular dynamics are the very places in which I'm called to sew. And so I'm called to sew with women, dealing with things, handling things, learning from my mistakes, learning from my experiences, and how about learning from each other? And so this is definitely not a one-sided thing. It's not Tisha talks and everyone listens. <laughs> it's Tisha talks and she shares and she looks forward to you sharing your information and your things and the things that you've experienced and the knowledge that you've obtained and, and us working together to create healthy dynamics, to create healthy environments and to go out and to be impactful in our society and in um, globally, you know? And so guys, um, I hope that this gives you a little bit more clarity on why Tisha actually talks. Um, stay tuned for um, some more podcasts I have. I have some upcoming things. I want to talk about friendship dynamics. I want to talk about leadership. I want to talk about um, team building and how all of those things um, are important for us to to have to continue to propel and move forward in our business in our personal life and in our family life stay tuned for some family additions yes i have many of things to discuss and talk about in that area as well but until next time guys when passion meets purpose great things happen. And I look forward to hearing all of your stories, to hear all of your voices, to hear all of the things that you are going to share as you begin to evolve into the woman that God has called you to. Talk to you later.